Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is your host, me. Uh, welcome back. Another episode, another week of wrestling, and we just got through Survivor Series War Games. So make sure you go back, check out the previous episode where I did a full review of Survivor Series War Games. And, um... Yeah, it was definitely an event that existed. That is for sure. That is for sure. So, welcome to the show. If you're near, if you're new here, if you're near, if you're new here, welcome to the show. This is your weekly wrestling recap. If you had a busy week, you uh, missed a show or two, and uh, yeah, you just want to come here and just get a little recap, a little talk about maybe where I think storylines should go, and my just general thinks and thoughts about. WWE and AEW. So let's get into the usual. Let's get into Monday Night Raw. Let's just find the, it was in Norfolk. Where the hell is Nor- Norfolk at? It's I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But no, I'm just a, I'm just a humble Canadian. I, be- I I'm sorry. I don't know. Norfolk. I don't know. Uh it starts off. The show kicks off with the man Becky Lynch. She is off. Uh, she's in a good mood tonight. She goes out into the crowd. She's high-fiving people, having a good time. Everyone's loving it. Becky starting to uh, cut a little promo in the crowd now, right next to what had to be, like, the drunkest guy in the crowd. It was fantastic. Bailey has heard enough. She comes out to the ring, and she's making fun of this guy in the crowd. She's like, yo, Bob, you suck. Freaking hilarious. Loved it. Thumbs up for that. EO and Dakota attack Becky in the crowd. They fight out into the concourse. Lynch, using what what must have been millions and millions of dollars of merchandise to fight off damage control. She threw, like, a shirt, a few plushies. Yeah, that's probably roughly a million dollars. They are all separated from each other. Fun start to the show here. Thumbs up. I'm super down with Bailey versus Becky. That will be a, a good rivalry. They've done it before. Usually good stuff. Poor Bob, though, in the crowd, man. He was such a good sport. He, they even, like, Becky gave him an opportunity to say, like, something to Bailey, and he said, go kick her butt. And a good job to Bob for keeping it clean for WWE programming. Like, if she gave the mic to that drunk dude, he would have said, like, kick her ass, sea bass. If you get it, you get it. Moving on, now you got Rhea Ripley with Dominic Mysterio versus... <coughs> She's calling herself Mission Michin? I don't know. It's Mia Yim, man. Rhea dominating for the most part. Mia hits a nice DDT counter. Dom getting involved. This summons AJ Styles to run down. Then everyone in Judgment Day and the OC run out. They have themselves a big old brawl. AJ says, let's have an eight-man tag right here, right now, whenever, whatever, however. They all brawl some more before the match begins. We begin now. Eight-man tag. The OC versus the judgment day now you want to do this match now you want to do this match the fucking next day you should have had this match at fucking survivor series would have made a whole lot of sense should have made an elimination i'm pissed ripley being allowed to beat up on carl anderson which i think is good let the women fight the men it's always been it's been uh like they just haven't done it since like what china in the attitude era where women fight men i think they did a couple times with beth phoenix but i wasn't watching at the time so she might i feel like she's done a few things with men but yeah i'm down with that uh we got a wicked springboard reverse ddt by aj styles that awesome 
backflip he does. Man, it's so clean. Thumbs up for that. Mia Yim slams uh, Finn Balor. Crowd absolutely loves that. She goes after Don Mysterio, but Rhea saves him. Hits the Riptide on Mia for the W. Solid tag match. Would have been better if it was elimination tag, and, and it took place at Survivor Series like it should have in the first freaking place, but it was pretty decent. Moving on, you got the Street Profits. They are back. They are getting interviewed, and she interrupt, and uh, they get interrupted by Shush, Shush, please. They have some good back and forth trash talk between the two teams. Dawkins Dawkins calls Gable an elf, and he absolutely loses his mind. Hilarious little segment here. Gonna give it a thumbs up. Moving on, you got the Bloodline. Uh, they're all here, minus Roman Reigns. Boo. Sammy is very happy he's finally been accepted fully by the Usos. No longer an honor honorary Uso. He's a full-on Uso now. They hug it out. They try so hard to get Solo in on the hugging, but it's a nah from him, dog. It just ain't gonna happen. I just recently saw a video on YouTube of uh, Solo Sokoa cracking, like laughing. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Kevin Owens shows up. He says he doesn't blame Sammy for joining the bloodline. Kevin Owens doesn't ever want to have anything to do with Sammy ever again. It's over. The 18th time they've broken up as friends. Sammy says, fine with me, bro. It's all good. Kevin Owens reminding Sammy he ain't real blood with the Usos. So just driving that home. Jay gets pissed, stands up for Sammy, and challenges Kevin Owens to a fight. Kevin Owens accepts this. Good segment. The Kevin Owens-Sammy storyline still going strong, man. I'm loving it. Makes me sad when they fight, though. It's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's good. It's just all good. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, it's magic. I can watch them go all, all day. And now the Usos, like, they're off. The Usos have been fantastic, man. This is all good stuff. We don't even need you, Roman. Fuck off. That was rough. That was mean. That was uncalled for. I apologize, Roman. Elias and Riddle now, they're talking about becoming tag team champions backstage. The Usos hear that, they talk smack, then they just walk off. We got a death stare from Solo, and he also walks off. Yeah, that's a pretty mean death stare. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I think they're starting to uh, to change Solo Sokoa into, like, Umaga, and uh, that's awesome. I, I dig it. He just doesn't really talk now. Always got his arms crossed. Got the mannerisms a little bit of Umaga. If you just get him to start screaming... But the problem is he's already talked in English, so, like, that's difficult. Moving on. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Got a nice double backflip, or sorry, double flip dive from the Profits. Thumbs up for that. Ford picks up and slams the big man Otis. That was impressive. Huge splash from Ford for the W. Profits with absolutely no ring rust. Looking good tonight and a solid match. I dropped my phone. All right, got my phone back, so let's move on now. The new United States champion, Austin Theory, delivers a promo about how awesome he is. It's a well-done promo. Seth Rollins arrives. The crowd sings the hell out of his song. Oh, my God. Seth gets in Theory's face, tells him to shut the hell up, and he calls him a kid? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that, that, that is the biggest burn of all time. Oh, no. He, oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Seth wants to fight right now. Theory says, on the champ's time, baby, and just leaves. He's out of here. Good segment. Going to give it a thumbs up. 
Theory able to uh, to sort of be credible again after his absolutely disastrous cash in. Now he's uh, he's in a program here with Seth Rollins, arguably the hottest act in the company right now is is Seth Rollins. Theory can string uh, if theory if theory can start stringing some big wins over Rollins, man. That can go a long way for Theory. So. Yeah, that'd be good. Theory is a solid heel. I still think he, he's good, man. He can get heat easily, and he gets big reactions from the audience. So I, I enjoy Austin Theory, not going to lie. We go backstage now, and The Miz is trying to get out of his no-disqualification match with Dexter Loomis. Adam Pearce shuts it down, and it's been a while since I saw Adam Pearce, and it's been delightful. I, I don't like Adam Pearce, so yeah, that's that's good that he hasn't been around much. Now we move on to the match. Dexter Loomis versus The Miz. No disqualification match. Miz has a clamp and is clamping down on Loomis's head like the like like a clamp. Like you clamp. You know what I'm saying? Freaking hilarious. Like they went to commercial break and they came back and he just had a clamp on his head. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? That was hilarious. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Loomis with the crazy eyes terrifies Miz. He goes running off into the crowd. Loomis chases him down and they fight fight into the crowd. Loomis sets Miz on the table <clears throat> and drops a huge elbow drop on him through the table. Thumbs up for that. Dexter carries the lifeless body of the Miz back to the ring. Loomis hits the Anaconda Vice and the Miz taps out. Dexter Loomis wins and earns a WWE contract. There you go. The good match. Love the love the clamp thing. The clamps were freaking awesome. Uh, 7 out of 10. Good match. Loomis hands out some money to some fans that he stole from The Miz or whatever. Uh, Miz attacks and steals back his money from the kid in the crowd. Oh, ultimate heel spot right there. Good stuff. Thumbs up. Gargano kicks Miz in the face and then gives the money back to the child in all as well. So there you go. Dakota Kai now versus Candice LeRae. Candace eats a nice stiff kick to the face. Candace hits a top rope neckbreaker for the big W here over Dakota Kai. Dakota, uh, good match. I like the chemistry between these two in the ring. And, uh, yeah, they really went after each other in this one. Dakota can be, uh, she can be pretty freaking stiff in the ring, I've been noticing lately. She really goes for it. And, uh, yeah, enjoyable match. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Holy crap. <clears throat> Speak English much? Holy crap. Bianca Bliss and Asuka being interviewed. All three are uh, out, or, or they're not medically cleared to fight. Alexa looks depressed or something. She's out of it. She looks weird. She's acting weird. She smells weird. I don't know. I smell a heel turn incoming for Alexa Bliss, and hopefully because, uh, yeah, she's way better as a heel. Moving on to the main event. You got Kevin Owens versus Jey Uso. He's out there with the bloodline, of course. Kevin Owens receiving a beatdown from Jay after Kevin Owens has a swanton bomb countered. Zayn giving out instructions from Jay on the outside. KO eating a bunch of super kicks, but he won't stay down. Usos on the outside getting involved. That doesn't work. Kevin hits the stunner for the W. KO uh, books it out of there. He's I'm not I'm not getting jumped before he's attacked by the bloodline. Good match. KO looking like a warrior man. He just just kept coming back, kept coming back, and Jay looking good in there as well. Sammy was great on the outside, just cheering for his new homie Jay. Now that they actually, now that Jay can can actually stand Sammy, it's uh, now it's a, now it's a cute little relationship. So thumbs up for that. Seven out of ten. 
Overall, it was a very solid Raw following Survivor Series war games. I am loving the Sami Zayn bloodline, Kevin Owens storyline. So good, man. It's the best stuff. I'm hoping for a Zayn turn at some point here on Roman. And uh, it'll help Kevin Owens hopefully get a championship here. I don't know, man. Like, keep saying we got to have that Rock versus Roman at some point right now. Necessarily, it doesn't have to have the championship on the line because, I don't know, it doesn't nece necessarily make sense for, like, the Rock should never, he shouldn't win the championship, right? So, I don't know. But uh, we got to have that match at some point. Roman versus the Rock. I mean, come on. It just writes itself. Theory is rebounding pretty nicely after blowing his cash in. Still don't like the, the booking behind it, but I don't know. He appears to be on back on track, but they'll more than likely make him look like a freaking idiot in two weeks, so we'll see how it goes. The OC continue to be fairly mediocre, I must admit. Yim is a nice addition, but I, I don't know. I much prefer the Judgment Day. Wondering, I'm wondering what's next here for Dexter Loomis. Uh... I don't know, like, they still have, like, they haven't addressed, like, they have slightly address, addressed the Indy Hartwell thing, but are those two ever going to get back together, or, like, what are we doing with that? Uh, some good matches throughout the show, nothing overly bad either, so six and a half out of ten, pretty good, pretty good. Okay, let's move on to NXT 2.0. Starts off with Roxanne Perez versus Indy Hartwell, so there you go, there's Indy, with, with no Dexter, where's Dexter Loomis at? Indy catches Roxanne midair. Perez reverses that into a roll-up. Got a near fall there. That was a cool little spot. Roxanne hits Pop Rocks for the W over Indy. That's my girl. That's my girl. Solid match. Indy showing off her strength and Perez showing off her resilience. Oh, wait. Roxanne's not my girl. Never mind. Never mind. Not my girl. Not my girl. Chase U backstage. Duke is super sorry that he uh, accidentally booted Mr. Chase in the face last week. Duke got him uh, a match, or I guess Duke got himself a match to get into the Iron Survivor. So, uh, hell yeah, Duke. He's been, I don't know how he's getting these matches, but he's been getting it done. Waller comes in. He's being a dick. Uh, Halo absolutely blows a freaking gasket. Just starts screaming and yelling like a crazy woman. It was pretty damn funny. Mr. Duke says he will handle Waller uh, at some point. Another funny Chase U segment here. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Now we got Dante Chen versus Dijak. So Dijak made his fifth absolutely flawless debut last week. He didn't miss his knee strike by 10 feet. He absolutely nailed it perfectly. Uh, yeah, that for sure that happened. Absolutely. Anyway, he obliterates Chen without with a sit-out uh, choke slam. That was really that was a nice little move right there. Then proceeds to put the whooping down on Chen. Dijak laying in a ton of stiff shots. Hits the feast your eyes knee strike that he missed. I mean, he hit so perfectly last week. Uh, he hit. He did hit it a lot better this week. But, uh, I mean, yeah. He missed it by a, a country mile last week. But he did better this week. And he picks up the W. So, there you go. Poor Chen took a beating. He is bleeding a little bit here out of the mouth. All the big shots from Dijak were uh, quite punishing. Well done, squash match. Dijak gets on the mic, drops a little promo about destruction. He calls out a bunch of the locker room. And yeah, it was an all right promo. Not bad. I, I like Dijak. Or, oh, I guess, well, he's calling himself Dijak now. He was Dijakovic. I like Dijakovic, especially his uh, rivalry or series of matches that he had with Keith Lee on in NXT back in the day. That was some real good shit. 
Judgment Day now, having a chat with, or sorry, no, J.D. McDonough, my bad, forgot forgot what show I was doing, J.D. McDonough, having a chat with Ivy Nile, the Creed bros come in and they're disturbed by this happening, uh, J.D. gives the bros a little anatomy lesson and leaves. Everybody is super uncomfortable and you're just the best, J- J.D., you're my boy, man, I love that guy. HBK and his team with just, uh, you know, Alundra Blaze, I th- uh, yeah, old people, old people, the road dog, just James, and, and yeah, okay, you know, all of him and his buddies, they're all talking, they're discussing who they think should be in the Iron Survivor match, as long as uh, JD McDonough is in it, I'm, I'm a happy camper, I'm good. Uh, they need to come up with five males and five female wrestlers for the two matches, so that'll be announced a little later on. Grayson Waller versus Duke Hudson now. And Duke is out there with Chase U, obviously. Duke almost takes Hale's head off with a boot, but he stops just in time. uh, Chase enters the ring only to eat a cutter. Waller picks up the W. Entertaining match. Very short. Mr. Chase looks absolutely pissed at Duke for losing the match here, so... Oh, just a complicated relationship with these guys. Um, I'm digging it. It's fine. Big Body Javi, oh baby. He's interviewed by Mackenzie. I love these two together backstage. Javi is selling a bunch of new merchandise. Mackenzie runs off after smelling his perfume. She just can't handle it. Axiom appears, he is back, and he wants a match with Big Body Javi. This is a pretty damn funny segment again. I really enjoy Big Body Javi and Mackenzie again. Not buzzing like she was last week, but still looking, still doing good. Still doing good. Thumbs up. You got Kiana James versus Fallon Henley. She is out there with Briggs and Jensen. Uh, The match was alright. James picks up the win here using shenanigans. The storyline of Kiana trying to buy Henley's family's bar thing or whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's decent. It seems to be getting Henley over. I mean, the crowd, like, popped quite, quite nicely for her when she came out. So, I like Henley. I think she's good as well. It's just like... I don't know, it's kind of been background noise, and, like, what are they doing with Briggs and Jensen? I think they're both pretty good as well, so... I don't know. We'll see. So far, so good. Uh, HBK and the crew are still talking about the Iron Survivor match, talking about the women now and who should be in that match, so... They're just bringing up a whole bunch of women, little clips play about each one. Moving on, you got the six women tag match. Carter and Chance, the tag team champions, and Nikita, Lions. But before the match starts... Starks jumps Lions on the stage. Lions needs assistance walking. Oh, toxic attraction off to the side. They're just chirping the bejesus out of Lions and just giggling. It's pretty damn funny. No six-woman tag team match. That is canceled. Moving on, you got uh, a, a video package for Lyra Valkyrie or Valkyria, something like that. Uh, she will be debuting soon. She was running through the woods and stuff. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure about this gimmick. It seems pretty lame, but uh, I can't judge it until we see it in the ring. So, but uh, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't buying it. Uh, the video package. Big Body Javi versus Axiom now. Axiom seems to not be at 100% yet. So they util- u- utilize the the not 100%ness of Axiom as a major storyline in this match. Um, they used it well too. A solid match. Javi looks good in the ring. I like to see more. He's uh, he's entertaining. He's uh, I haven't seen a lot of him in the ring. And of course, Axiom is ridiculous. But uh, he seemed off, obviously, for not being at 100%. I would like to see them fight some more. 
Moving on, you got Apollo Crews and Braun. They have like a weird breakfast segment. I don't know, man. I wasn't really listening. I was much more concerned with Apollo Crews' meal. It was sitting there and it was getting cold. You don't want to eat a cold cold breakfast. That's disgusting because it was eggs. He was eating eggs. There's nothing more unappealing than fucking cold eggs. What the hell, man? So, yeah, my mind was all on the eggs. I, I apologize. I, I imagine they didn't say anything all that interesting. I was just, yeah, sorry. J.D. McDonough now versus Julius Creed. He's with Brutus Creed. Julius gets J.D. up onto into a suplex. J.D. is just smacking him with knees. Julius still holds him up, slams him down, and then just kips back up. I mean, wow, what a spot from Julius right there. Ridiculous strength. Taking the knees while delivering the suplex and then kipping back up. Dude, I would have fucking pa- I would have passed the fuck out. Like, no way. Thumbs up for that. Sangha and Mahan come out to scout the creeds. JD gets angry, goes for a chair, but Sangha takes the chair away. Takes, or sorry, he does. He just takes the shot for Julius here. JD is disqualified, and Julius wins the match. Eh, could have been, uh, could have been a really good match here, but it was, it was too short, and the Gaga finish, just, uh, yeah, not, not the best performance here. Both are fantastic in the ring, though. So if you give them, just let them go. Have a 15-minute match, you're gonna be blown away. Julius is very impressive. He shows off the strength with that ridiculous uh, suplex spot. Sangha and Mahan want the Creed Bros, and I say give it to them. Uh, that should be a should be decent, man. Like I think uh, Mahan is uh, quite underrated, and Sangha is decent. He's uh, I'm still he's still like I said new to the heel game, so he's still coming into his uh, role here. But more tag teams. That should be fine. Moving on, you got Von Wagner versus Malik Blade. Malik is pissed off that Von Wagner wrecked his daddy's sweater. Blade botches a roll-up slightly and falls high on his neck. But uh, he good. He's okay. It's all good. Big slam from Von for the W. Squash match. Uh, not Nothing special here. Von continues the beatdown on Blade. Anofi and Odyssey Jones comes down for the save. Odyssey versus John uh, versus Jones might be a pretty good match right here. I, I think they're trying to build up to it, but yeah, Odyssey is still fresh off uh, coming back off a major injury, so we'll see where it goes. Main event time: we got a six-woman tag match: Toxic Attraction versus Chance and Cotter and Nikita Lyons. She's ready to go. She uh, says she's fine, so now we're gonna have our match. Chance and Carter hit some nice dives. Gigi Dolan breaks up a pin with a nice snug kick to Nikita's face. Big boot to Nikita. Toxic Attraction proved to be too good as a unit. And they pick up the W here. A pretty solid match. Zoe Starks watches over the the match saying, It's her time. It's my time. Uh, An alright NXT this week. A lot of setup and discussion for the Iron Survivor match. That took up, I don't know, a solid like... 10 5 10 or sorry 10 15 minutes like it was it was fairly long they're just kind of showcasing who they have it, it was fine chase U has been stringing together some good weeks here with duke i'm digging it but i still smell shit man with duke i don't trust him no standout matches this week uh though julius creed versus jd they let them go no gaga that would have been a really good match give the show overall a six out of ten all right let's move on to AEW Dynamite. They are in, what is that, Indiana? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Goodness gracious, almost got it wrong. That would have been bad. 
Show kicks off with John Moxley cutting a promo. He calls out the locker room, so Adam Hangman Page answers the call. They start brawling. Officials pour out. They do a horrible job at keeping them separated. Mox trips and falls off of the stage just a little bit. He's all good too. No worries. I was dying laughing though. That was so funny. Thumbs up for that. Hangman and Mox reignite their old rivalry. Hell yeah. Should be good. Um, yeah, it was a fine rivalry. Not the best that Mox has done, but it, it's it's going to be good. Moving on, you got Dax Hardwood versus Dan Brian Danielson. God damn it, I'm going to get that wrong every single freaking time. Stupid. Why'd you change your name like that? It's so annoying. Dax and Brian beating the hell out of each other with brutally stiff chops. Thumbs up for that. Danielson hits a head kick. Dax out at two. Awesome roll-up counters by both, by both men. By both men. By both men. Thumbs up for that. Danielson rolls out into a label lock. Dax forced to tap out. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That was some good shit. Great old school brawl. Brutally stiff. Both chests are just beat red. Danielson is like, oh, his chest is on raw ground beef beef levels, man. It's disgusting. Thumbs up for that, though. Eight out of ten. Great match. Now you got Ricky... Ricky Stocks, he announces he's entering himself into the Battle Royale next week, and he's going to win it, baby. I, I love the rickadence. I, I love the rickadence. That's uh, Ricky and confidence mixed, to, mixed together. So there you go. You got the, the rickadence. Good, good stuff. I don't know. Hangman being escorted out of the building, but security escorts Hangman right into John Moxley. What the fuck are you doing, security? They brawl some more, they get separated, then they're put into a freaking taxi together. Why not? Like, Jesus. Send them home together. Unbelievable, but it was a good spot. Thumbs up. Claudio and Yuta are interviewed with Jericho Appreciation Society. Haggard is raving about his awesome hat. I mean, ugh, it's so funny, man. Thumbs up. Claudio is pissed about having to do interviews, throws a fit and leaves. Yuta agrees to have a tag match against Jericho Appreciation Society. Should be good. Now you got AR Fox versus Joe, uh, Samoa Joe for the TNT Championship. Good luck. Joe avoids the dive off of or uh, from Fox in classic Joe fashion. And he does it again later on in the match. So he does it twice. It's hilarious every time he does it. Thumbs up. Muscle Buster and Joe retains the title. Impressive performance from Fox. He, uh, he took a real beating from Joe. Bleeding out of the mouth a little bit. And the chest is beat red. It was a fine match overall. You know, Joe looking smart. And he was dominant. So, yeah, it was pretty good. Joe grabs the mic, tells us he's smart and dominant. <laughs> then Wardlow appears on the screen. He's coming back for that TNT title. All right. Should be a, a pretty good Big Hoss rivalry. I mean, Samoa Joe still, I don't know, he still seems slow and uh, past his prime these days. But uh, I still love Samoa Joe so much. Now you got William Regal. He walks to the ring. He introduces the new AEW World Champion. It's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. If you look close at MGF's suit, it says, um, I'm better than you, like written all, all across it to make it look like a pattern. Freaking awesome. My wife pointed that out. I was like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Thumbs up for that. MGF claims he and Regal were working together for a long time. Regal thinks MJF can be the greatest villain of all time, but he was getting weak, so he's going to help him reach his full potential. MJF hates the current belt design, so he introduces a new version of the belt. 
Gotta admit, I like it a lot. It's nice. It's got a, a Burberry strap, which is like, I don't know, like MGF's scarf. It, it's that on the strap. The gold is similar to the old design, and I dig it, man. It's really good. Thumbs up. MGF going off on the microphone. He's name dropping Triple H or Trips. Chirping everybody, especially Brian Danielson and Indian or uh, Indianapolis. He says he's going to have a crazy long Brock Lesnar style reign. So barely showing up and rarely defending it. Oh boy, here we go. It's begun. MJF praising William Regal, thanking him for all of his help. And then he blasts him with the brass knucks. Holy shit. Regal is knocked the fuck out. He's stretchered out of the building. MJF is truly the devil. Great segment here. What a turn. What a heel turn. Or even more, a, a heel, an inception heel turn. He, he turned even more heel on a heel while being a heel, becoming more of a heel. It's insane. So yeah, I did not see that coming until it happened. I was like, oh, that was obvious. But yeah, I thought he would stick around with William Regal. I'm just worried. Just don't hook up. Please don't hook up with Stokely Hathaway. I hate that little fuck. Anyway, great segment. Thumbs up. Ricky Starks versus Ari Davari. Ethan Page and Stokely come out to talk shit. Davari jumps Ricky. It's no good. Rochambeau for the W. Good job, Ricky Starks. It was uh, it was a nothing match. Now we move on to Anna J with Ty Mello versus uh, Willow Nightingale. God damn it! I hate your name, Willow. It's so fucking long. Mello distracting Nightingale. It doesn't work. Willow hits the huge power bomb for the W. Solid match here. Willow is pretty over with the crowd, I got to admit. I'm not huge on her. I don't like her gimmick. You know, she just she's just happy and 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 smiles a lot and just I'm just happy to be here kind of gimmick. It's super lame. I don't like those gimmicks and it's just kind of your default gimmick until something something hits and that's kind of her thing, but she's doing a decent job at it and in the ring she's pretty good as well. So, there's that. Ruby Riot returns, and she puts a beatdown on Mello and Anna Jay. So there you go. Welcome back, Ruby Riot. Jade Cargill celebrates with the baddies in the ring for getting the TBS title back in her possession. Jade got rid of the trash last week, firing Kira Hogan, and now she is pissed at the rest of the baddies because apparently she caught them hanging out with Kira Hogan during the week. What the fuck are you guys thinking? Jade puts her bitches in line and drops a promo about being the best. And it's it's a well-done promo. Good segment. Thumbs up. And she also ca- calls out Bow Wow for some reason. What the fuck is that? Like, Bow Wow? Like, is that guy still doing shit? I don't know. I thought, like, wasn't he in that movie? Like, Like Mike or some shit? Is that, is that a different guy? I don't know. Moving on. Daddy Ass. He is angry at the acclaim for not having a match tonight. What the hell? It's okay, though. They will fight on Friday. For now, we get a scissor. Oh, scissors. Everybody scissor. Yeah, that's going to hold us over till Friday, so it's okay. We're good. Uh, Hilarious, as always, the acclaimed. Main event time. We got uh, match three, the Elite versus Death Triangle. The Elite attack Death Triangle on the ramp, getting the early advantage before the match starts. Lucha Bros get powerbombed onto the aprons. Ouch, that looks like it hurt. Referee Rick Knox is ever so slightly kicked, and he is down. By God, he is down. Penta wants to cheat, but Ray won't let him. They argue about it. Omega takes advantage with some V-triggers. 
Uh, Trifecta Moonsaults from uh, Death Triangle. That was dope. Thumbs up for that. Matt able to get the knees up against the Red Arrow from Pac. Rolls them up, and the Elite are back in the series. It is now 2-1. Death Triangle still holds the lead. Another great entry into the series, man. A classic Elite versus Death Triangle match. Absolutely crazy amount of big offense and uh, at a blazing fast pace, man. It's ridiculous. Wicked high-flying moves all around. And great performances all around, of course. Especially the Pac versus Omega stuff. That was awesome. And uh, a great match. Eight. Good Dynamite this week, man. Revisiting Monks versus Hangman. That should be some good stuff. Uh, just kind of returning back to what we know was going to be good. MJF retur- or, uh, turning on Regal was, was quite a big surprise to me. I just hope he doesn't end up with Stokely Hathaway. I will be so pissed. I will be so pissed if that happens. Couple great matches. Dax versus Danielson. And another good chapter in the long history of the Elite versus the Lucha Bros. Loving the Pac element this time around, though. He just adds that extra bit of spice. Now they're now the Lucha Bros are starting to cheat. Thumbs up. Really enjoyed it. Good show. Seven out of ten. Moving on now to Friday Night SmackDown. They are in the big buff. They are in Buffalo. Uh, the show starts uh, starts off with the Bloodline. The Usos want to celebrate Sammy this week. Oh, oh, I love this. And so does the crowd. They are going absolutely wild, when, especially when they say, "I'm feeling Usi." Oh, it's uh, it's really getting over <laughs> big time. It's great. It's good stuff. Makes me giggle. Thumbs up. Sheamus ruins the Sammy Zayn appreciation segment. Oh. Now we move into a match. Sheamus with the Brawling Brutes versus Sami Zayn with the Bloodline. Sami counters a top rope white noise into a sunset powerbomb. That was very nice. Thumbs up for that. Bloodline and the Brawling Brutes. Uh, brawling outside. Butch gets Sambo slammed onto the barricade. Just, ugh. Looks absolutely brutal, dude. Jay helps Sammy with a super kick on Sheamus. Sammy rolls him up for the W. Damn. Uh, good match here. Fun story told. Uh, Sammy picking up the big win uh, by the help of Jay Uso, of all people. They've, for months, have hated each other and been bickering and fighting for weeks. Now they love each other. It's, uh, it's really cool. Really enjoying the Bloodline versus the Brawling Brutes rivalry. It's I don't know, it might be the best one they got going right now off the top of my head. It's, it's probably, like, my favorite because it features a lot of my just people I really like and a lot of people that were underutilized. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Sheamus, all of them, really. Even Rid- like Ridge is the weakest out of all of them, but I still think he's pretty darn good. He's not bad. Uh, yeah, thumbs up for all that. Seven out of ten. Kofi Kingston gets into it with Imperium backstage. Oh my, so just uh, more heat there. Kofi Kingston all alone. No uh, Xavier Woods. I, I, I don't know where he is. Probably hurt. After that, we got a Bray Wyatt delivering a typical Bray Wyatt promo on LA Knight. It's, it was, you know, it's fine. A lot of the time, it just kind of goes over my head. I'm not really paying attention, like... I don't know, Bray's words, it's not really about what he's saying for me, it's just the way that he delivers it that that intrigues me, but uh, yeah, his promo, his words just kind of go right in and out of my head, just doesn't really stick with me. But again, gonna shout out the, the LA Knight Bray Wyatt thing has been entertaining, very entertaining so far, didn't see any LA Knight, but uh, yeah, just more of the same Bray Wyatt stuff here. 
Moving on, you got Shayna Baszler versus Emma. Just straight up Emma. Boring. Madcap talks with Emma before she goes out to the ring. He butters her up. It's fucking cheesy and lame. Emma gives him a little kiss on the cheek. That is absolutely disgusting. Shayna picks apart Emma's arm, locks in the Karafuda clutch for the W. Who saw that coming? <laughs> An alright match, pretty short, not making uh, the returning Emma look good. She basically just got her ass kicked. Makes Shayna look good, which I enjoy, which is fine, not a fan of Emma. Baszler attacks Emma after the match. Shotzi comes down for the save, but she just gets her ass kicked by Shayna as well. So now... Raquel Rodriguez comes out. She has a cast on her arm. Shanna says, ah, that's too many people. She retreats. Four women here just trying to break out in the SmackDown, or the struggling SmackDown women's division. I mean, like, they have good women on the roster. Just, like, what what women they have for what they're using for the SmackDown Women's Championship thing. Like, not very good. I'm a fan of a lot of these women. They just... None of them have really grasped that that brass ring or broken through that proverbial ceiling, if you will. But uh, if I had to put... Like, I like Shotzi. I just feel like they have not developed her character at all. She's got the most interesting gimmick, I guess. And Raquel Rodriguez might be the most... Uh, I don't know interesting in the ring i guess but she has like the most boring gimmick like all she does is kind of smile and show off her back muscles so yeah i don't know something's gonna give with these women emma all she wear all she does is wear aviators i don't i don't know the appeal of emma at all i've watched her in impact not not interested at all and um yeah just not that great uh, moving on, we got Kofi Kingston versus Gunter with Imperium. Ludwig tripping up Kofi. Gunter boots Kofi's head off. Strowman comes down, and he absolutely wipes out Imperium. Kofi able to kick out of the power bomb. That was okay. Gunter hits a power slam for the W. So there you go. Power bomb, power slam, power everything. All the power. Very solid match. Don't know if I'm uh, if I was feeling the chemistry be between these two in this match. Which I think is kind of weird, because you would think you would think that it would be a really good mix. You got the massive Gunter and the selling machine, uh, resilient Kofi Kingston. It should be a good mix, but I don't know. I just found tonight that it didn't mix all that well. It was still it was solid. It wasn't bad. Moving on, you got the Usos. They're hanging out backstage talking about Sami Zayn. They get jumped by Sheamus with a shillelagh. Sheamus and McIntyre will be waiting for them for a title shot. So, all right, I'm, I'm down with that, man. Move on with uh, a Sheamus and McIntyre tag team. I love those two together versus the Usos. That should be some good shit right there. Damage control now. Bailey cutting a promo in the ring. She calls out the locker room. Liv Morgan answers the call. She runs down but is outnumbered by damage control. Uh, returning Tegan Knox, she runs down to help Liv Morgan. Morgan gets the kendo stick, puts a beat down on damage control, and yeah, I'm not gonna lie, don't remember Knox all that much. My uh, my wife did some research and she reminded me she was in the War Games. She had a rivalry in NXT with Dakota Kai. They used to be tag team. They broke up, and uh, that's what led Dakota Kai to becoming a heel. So there you go. But uh, yeah, welcome back, Tegan Knox. Um, I guess, it, I guess it makes sense to have her on the main roster because Dakota Kai's up here. So, yeah, I'm okay with this. Got a little uh, thing with Karrion Cross backstage. He says, the clock is ticking on Rey Mysterio. Tick-tock. 
whatever. I don't care. Uh, Rey Mysterio is probably going to get destroyed. Karrion Cross is going to have another lame match where his girlfriend Scarlet or whatever helps him win. It's whatever. Not not interested. Uh, the new Fiend has a short weird video thing going on. Uh, honestly, I'm ready to move to the next sequence here of the Bray Wyatt character. Uh, these promos are getting stale for me, and the the mystery, like, we've been going on with this for, what, like a month now? And uh, I'm ready to move on to the next part, please. Like, uh, we're, they're slowly, like, they're teasing it a little bit with the LA Night stuff, but I just think it's going too slow, and it's it, for me personally, it's getting boring, because I watch it week to week, so it's just kind of been the same thing over and over again, but, yeah, they're teasing this new Fiend. I prefer the look of the old Fiend, but, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. What do you guys think? You into this new fiend? How do you what do you think about Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's return so far. I mean, the return obviously was amazing. So far underwhelming, but then like, I don't know, the peak the 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 line went back up when the LA Knight thing started cuz that's been really entertaining. So, that's what I think so far. Moving on, you got the main event time. World Cup Finals Santos Escobar with Legado versus Ricochet. So you got Mexico versus the United States in the finals here. Legato and Selena ejected from the match nice and early. So there we go. We're going to avoid some bullshit shenanigans. Got a nice dive from Escobar. Sends Ricochet into the announce table. Nice selling there from Ricochet. Both men jump onto the barricade. The insane balance right here. They're just both fighting on the barricade. Really awesome. Escobar hits a Huracarana off of the barricade. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Escobar goes for a top rope Huracarana, but Ricochet just lands it like a pure badass. Seen the spot before. It does. I. It's so freaking cool, dude. Thumbs up. Escobar with a Poison Rana on Ricochet. That is like a reverse Huracarana, and the you just get planted on the top of your head. Love the Poison Rana. Rare move here in the WWE. They use it a lot in AEW, but really, I love when they pull it out in WWE because, yeah, like I said, it's, it's pretty rare. Ricochet raises, uh, raises that with a Poison Rana off of the top rope. Suck a dick, Escobar. How do you like that? Thumbs up. Awesome spot. Ricochet then hits the perfect 630 splash. Holy jumping. Nails it so good, dude. Thumbs up. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Ricochet pins and wins the SmackDown World Cup. Oh, baby. Great match. It was a slow buildup to a absolutely awesome awesome finale hitting some ridiculous moves like that the landing of the of the top rope per karana by ricochet so badass uh still looking for ricochet to do that um in nxt he just like they he was cutting a promo and getting like in a heated promo against i forget who it was against but ricochet just does a front flip to the outside of the ring and just lands on his feet and gets in the dude's face one of the the most badass thing i've ever seen ricochet do waiting for him to pull that one out again he may not want to because it was so like it's a pretty dangerous spot but it's so badass regardless this was a great match eight out of ten great job gunther comes out he and Ricochet stare off, so there you go. You're going to have the Intercontinental Championship. Ricochet is going to take on Gunter. I don't know when that's going to take place, but it's going to be a banger for sure. Enjoyable SmackDown this week. Bloodline continue their feud with the Brutes, which is great. 
love Sammy being like fully accepted now by Jay Uso. It's uh, now they're like best friends. It's really cute, and everyone's happy. It's it's a good time, and we don't even have to have Roman anymore. Like we don't need you, Roman. So he can just stay home and be upset because apparently he was angry at Kevin Owens for bitch slapping him in the face for reals at um at at War Games, and apparently Roman's ear got popped, and he was all rabble, rabble, rabble upset. But whatever, I don't care. Kevin Owens is the man. Madcap and Emma are going nowhere fast, looking for an opponent here for Ronda. I would suggest Asuka. I think that would be a really good opponent for Ronda, for Ronda Rousey. That would be nice. World Cup deservingly getting the main event spotlight. Love that. And uh, delivered a great match. Fantastic match. Nice to see Ricochet getting some love. And uh, we'll see how he does against Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship. I personally don't think he's going to get it done. Uh, but I, I'd be pleasantly happy. I'd be happily surprised if he did get it done. 7 out of 10 for SmackDown this week. Good stuff. All right, let's get into the last show. Uh, fucking Rampage. Oh, okay, let's just get into it. Darby Allen versus Kolkata with uh, Camarado. Nick Camarado, he, they're from the factory. Cole Carter has uh, the face of a 12-year-old child. He's just baby face. Uh, ours are uh, us. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying. He's, he looks young, okay. He and he is young, but he looks like younger than young. It's crazy. Darby with a big dive in uh, in Carter right out of the onto Carter. Sorry, right out of the gate. Of course, <laughs> it's just the Darby way to start a match. I'm just gonna dive right at you. Darby taking brutal bumps onto the apron man. Just oh my. God, dude, Darby, you're taking so many years off of your career, but I love it, man. I really appreciate it. Coffin drop from Darby for the W. Solid match out of the gate. Darby with his ridiculous, freaking reckless bumping, man. It's, again, it's super entertaining, and I thank you, Darby, for your endless entertainment by just destroying your body. I like when Darby goes, like, sting mode. He goes absolutely bananas, and I thought Carter was solid out there as well. Moving on, you got Renee. She introduces the acclaimed. Got another entertaining rap from Caster. The ass boys interrupt. The 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 children, the actual, the legitimate children of Daddy Ass come out and interrupt the scissoring party. Oh no, where's the scissors? Now J A R E double T. Uh, Jay Lethal and Dutton crew arrive. Everyone is bickering. They all want shots at the titles. Daddy Ass says, "Everyone, shut the hell up." We only want the best. So that summons FTR. They enter the ring and shake hands with the Acclaimed. And it appears the match is set. Acclaimed versus FTR should be a dandy match. We'll see if, um, you know, the Acclaimed are solid in the ring. I wouldn't say they're, like, amazing top tier. There's definitely a lot of other tag teams on the roster that are better in the ring. But it's the entertainment value that the, the Acclaimed have. I, I believe they're the most entertaining Quite possibly the most entertaining thing in wrestling. I, I I would have to like think about it, but I think the Acclaimed are definitely up there for sure. And uh, we'll see if they're going to be able to hang in there with FTR. FTR can put on uh, a good match with anybody, but we'll see if we can get a great match out of the Acclaimed in FTR. I'm excited for it. Moving on, we got my boys, Private Party, with my other boy, Matt Hardy. What's up? Versus Jay Lethal and J-A-R-E-T-T. It is Jeff Jarrett time with Dutt and Singh. Private Party getting uh, getting in a couple of nice offensive moves, but not very much. Jarrett and Lethal kind of dominate the match and grab the W. Uh, it was a fine match. I just wish Private Party would look better, man. Against like this is a new tag, like a newly made tag team featuring a 55 year old J J A R E T T. 
that's I don't know, man. Like Private Party are young. They're they are a good ass tag team, underrated as fuck. I just wish they wouldn't get squashed by fifty five year old Jeff Jarrett's. But moving on, Soraya is interviewed by Renee about her big win at Full Gear. Soraya obviously over the moon about it, and she warns the women's division she coming, she coming after the women's championship. Uh, okay, I mean that's great and all, but no one taking that title off of Jamie Hader. That's my girl. That's my boo. I love her so much. She's so cute. She's so freaking cute. I love her. Oh, oh Jamie Hader. Moving on, Danny Moe versus Athena. Athena basically just playing with her food in this match, beating the crap out of Danny Moe. She, uh, Athena is arguing with the ref. Almost gets rolled up. <laughs> that was a close one. Athena hits some sloppy-looking double knees for the W. Uh, Athena throws Danny to the outside and beats her down some more uh, after the bell. Adding heat here to Athena's new heel persona. It's fine, but now she doesn't do the Eclipse, which, again, is one of the best finishers in the business. And, um, yeah, it's it's basically because she's a heel, they don't want her to use a move that's so awesome because it'll get her over with the crowd. So maybe this heel thing isn't working out because you have the... Uh, I don't know why Athena isn't working. I just feel like she's not getting enough airtime consistently for people to get into her. You, you just look at Athena. She's got a great look. She's badass. She's got a great move set. I don't know why it's not clicking. She has the mic skills. I, I, I don't know, man. I just think she's not getting enough time. That's what I would think. Anyway, moving on now to the main event. It's time for our main event. QT Marshall takes on Orange Cassidy for the All-Atlantic Championship in a Lumberjack match. Holy jumping. Best friends in Housen come out dressed up as Lumberjacks. That's fantastic. Got to give that a thumbs up. Couple nice tilt-a-world moves from QT. Got a backbreaker and like a tilt-a-world slam thing. I love me some tilt-a-world stuff, so I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Got a lot of Gaga on the outside. Oh, the Gaga! Oh, the Gaga! Oh, the Gaga. Outside between all the Lumberjacks, but everything's legal in this match. You can do whatever the hell you want. Hausen curses QT Marshall, but it's no good. It doesn't work. What the heck? Orange with a huge springboard onto just everybody. Just a pile of men. Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian run down for a distraction. QT able to hit the diamond cutter. We got a near fall there. Whew, that was a close one. Orange hits the orange punch, beach break, and he retains his All-Atlantic Championship. Whew, like I said, that was a close one, man. I got I wasn't very nervous, but that was a near fall. Uh, very good match. QT, I have to say, is damn good in the ring, man. He's a little goofy. I will admit he's a little goofy in his selling. It's a little over the top. Maybe I can understand it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I dig QT Marshall, man. He's all right. Uh... Orange was Orange Cassidy, always entertaining. Uh, the hands in the pocket offense, always good stuff. Um, seven and a half out of ten. Very good match. Orange and Kip Sapien fight after the match, and the lights go out. It's the House of Black. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, they're here. They destroy everybody, and the show ends. Oh, my. All right, so we're getting another visit from the House of Black. Uh, I'm cool with that. I just okay. Let's what are we what are we doing with these guys? They got to be doing something. Hopefully they don't just show up and beat everybody up every week. I mean that that's good for a few weeks, but they got to get into something here. We got to do something with Brody King, man. He's the best. Uh, solid rampage this week. Darby Allen was good stuff. Had a good promo as well later on in the show, calling out Samoa Joe for a match. So that should be pretty good stuff. I am sad that Private Party are kind of slipping into, like, the role of make people look good and, 
you know, have newer tag teams win territory, getting beat up here tonight by Jarrett and Lethal. And dominating fashion, I think, is kind of lame. I, I think Private Party are better than that. Excited to see what's next for Soraya. Would love to see her and Hater get into it. I believe that's what they're gonna gonna do here, but I think uh, Hater's Hater's got to come out with the with the win on that one. But should be good matches. Main event was a good time. QT I think is underrated. He's he's just a good fucking shit classic heel man. Just a shithead, uh, hateable. It's good. I I like him, man. He's entertaining. I know uh, my wife doesn't like him, but I like him. Uh, who is going to stand up to the House of Black? Like, we got to get these guys some opponents. And more importantly, when will Brody King get in the ring so I can see him just destroy people again? It's, oh, it's some of my favorite stuff, man. Um, six out of ten for Rampage this week. Solid show. All right, it is time. It is time for the three stars of the week. This is, uh, we're including Survivor Series War Games into this, so we'll see if uh, any of those matches crack into the three stars this week. And I'm just going to say flat out right now, no. No matches from War Games surprisingly made into the three stars. So, yeah, it kind of goes to show how disappointed I actually ended up being with that show. Like I said in the review, you can go back and check it out if you haven't already. But, uh, yeah, the show kind of let me down, so... Yeah, I want I wanted more out of it, and uh, yeah, I think the build up for it. Maybe I got too hyped up for it. Maybe I think I'm I I also rated on a bit of a high curve because I've seen all the all the WWE War Games and they've been phenomenal, but they have been steadily declining since the beginning. So yeah, I've just been kind of keeping my eye on the War Games. But let's get into a few shout outs before we get into the three stars. Uh, gonna shout out the women's war game match. It was very good. It was a war games match. It was solid. I liked their the they had what four four jumps off of the top of the cage. Uh, really good stuff. I enjoyed the finish. I thought their theirs was better than the men's war games. Uh, also shouting out Rollins versus Lashley and versus versus Theory the triple threat match for the United States Championship at Survivor Series. Also thought that was a good match, a very good match in fact, and I thought. It was, it was good that Theory got the win there. Shout out to myself for correctly predicting that match because I just threw that one out because I just felt that that should be the winner. But all in all, I think the United States Championship is a bit like... It, they were doing so good building it up as an important championship with Bobby Lashley. Then they flubbed it, took it off of Bobby, and then fucking wasted a cash-in on it for some reason and then Seth just loses it to Theory a week or two later like ah I don't know but now hopefully we can get back on track let's just have Theory rather have Theory fucking hold on to the damn thing for a while or put it back on Bobby Lashley cause um yeah I, I didn't like I love Seth Rollins don't get me wrong I just don't know why he, he didn't need that championship at all just didn't make sense to me and I'm also going to shout out the Rampage main event, QT versus Orange Cassidy in the Lumberjack match. Entertaining match. Really enjoyed it as well. Now for the actual three stars. Third star goes to Ricochet versus Escobar in the World Cup Finals match on SmackDown. Love that they got the main event spotlight right there. You can't make main event guys if you don't put them in main event spots. So really good to see these guys shining in the main event. Great match. Second star goes to... Dax Harwood versus Brian Danielson on Dynamite. I mean, damn. Like, anything with Danielson, man's going to be really good. And then you got the just old school beat the shit out of you, Dax Harwood. And it's just a, it's a match made in heaven. It was a really great match. I really enjoyed it. First star of the week goes to, this was a tough one. It was between, it was a tight one between second and first. But I'm going to give the edge to... The Elite versus Death Triangle in match three of their best of seven series on Dynamite. 
I mean, it's another Elite versus Death Triangle match. Thankfully, uh, the Elite got the victory here. I was I was nervous that they were going to go for a very predictable uh, 3-0 deficit, climb back in, and, and we'll see what happens in match 7. Uh, I kind of wanted to go, like, now it's 2-1. I wanted to go 2-2, and then you have the big match 5, see who gets the edge, tie it back up 3-3, and then have match 7. I feel like... It's if it doesn't go match seven matches, I will be surprised because like it kind of has to, right? It's the elite and death triangle. Like these guys can go, and you're gonna you're gonna get seven good matches. I'd be surprised if any of them are bad, unless there's a shitty finish to it. They get the first star this week. Very very good, uh, great match. In fact, uh, yeah. Again, if you have not watched uh, the elite fight against the Lucha Bros, and now you got Pack thrown in there as well phenomenal stuff it's very good high class uh high tier wrestling uh, tag team wrestling especially it's it's really really good stuff highly recommend you go check it out and there you go so that is the week in uh review i hope you guys enjoyed it hope you're enjoying your weekend it's fucking saturday god damn it so there you go um yeah what do you guys think of war games did you enjoy it was i too hard on it uh i don't know i just it's war games man it's uh it's a special match and you gotta you gotta come you gotta come and fucking kill each other basically and lacking of blood i mean yeah i i wanted more i want more i want barbed wire like get crazy get thumbtacks i believe we've seen thumbtacks in wwe war games before so yeah i felt they're underwhelming but let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, we got the GX GamerCast coming out on Monday. I don't know what game it's going to be. It's uh, it's a tough one, man. I'm, I'm trying to get through uh, Returnal right now, and hopefully I can get Returnal out for you guys on Monday. I'll do my best. If not, it might be a day late. It might be a different game. We'll see. I'm not close enough to give you a review of Pokemon just yet. I'm plowing through that game right now like a freaking college student plowing through the uh the college dorms and whatnot it's a bad it's a dirty joke i'm sorry all right well enjoy your weekend everybody i'm going to watch the toronto maple leafs take on the tampa bay lightning tonight that should be a good time let me know if you're watching that that should be fun check out the youtube channel today is double upload saturday so two episodes of uh one of disco elysium one of uncharted 3 getting very close to the end of disco elysium what a epic journey it has been with that game i'm i'm it's gotta we're hitting 100 episodes for disco elysium it's it's bananas it's getting <laughs> we're getting real close to the end i swear it's going it's going to end sometime give that game some love y'all that's a fucking good game go check out the youtube channel gamer gx videos links are in the description you can check me out on twitter if you want to and um yeah we can discuss the podcast and, and anything you want over there on twitter it's a good spot to check it out leave comments on the youtube channel like the podcast share the podcast tell everybody about it all that great stuff and that's it for me y'all i am out of here hope you enjoy the the, the recap oh sorry i just I, fa I, I i fainted a little bit there for a second all right i'm out of here have a good weekend y'all